Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. And we have to teach our daughters and our boys that boys and girls are not exactly the same. Guys see things one way, y'all might see it another way, and you need to be aware of the differences And it's these differences actually that make us such a wonderful combination. And the Lord said, it's not good that the man should be alone. When you boil it all down, there are other things men need, but they are almost incidental compared to these two. Men simply need two things. And number one, a man needs respect and admiration. And this is where some of the folks get it wrong that that say sex is our top thing. See, for a man, it's all wrapped up in the same thing. If she accepts me and admires me enough to sleep with me, See, I, I, see to, 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 you know, for, for you ladies, it's like, oh, it's him again. But, but for a man, oh, I'm laying next to this magnificent creature. It's frustrating, though, but, but, but magnificent, incredible. It, 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 it's something about being next to you that breathes winds into our, our, our sail. It's actually said that 90%, 90, up to 90%, of a man's self-image comes out of his sexuality. So ladies, guys are wired a little bit differently than you. Never use something as powerful as sex as a weapon. Your marriage may never recover from it. So number one is respect. But that intimate relationship between men and women, see, when, when, when a woman's not with a man, he doesn't feel that in the same place you do. Oh, she, she don't respect me. Oh, what I want doesn't matter. He, he, his lens is different, and it hits him. That's why he gets angry. It hits him in, in, in a different category than it might hit you. Now, it matters to both. But they're different priorities, and, and what happens is what might be one for a lady might be six for a man. And you're trying to give him your number one, but it's not his. And for that reason, he's frustrated. And for that, 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 that reason, things aren't quite working. So number one, the man needs respect and, and admiration. Number two, he, he needs a, a wife that respects his contribution to the family. Nowadays, y'all make more money than we do. Make more money. As long as it goes into the same pot and don't treat me like I don't matter. You hear what I'm saying? Respect him by making him know, man, without you, our house will not be the same. You, you make a country, you matter, you make a difference in this house. 
If you want to be treated like a queen, treat him like your king. The next thing under the same category of respect is accept him despite all his dirt. That's important. And if you do these, these again, the, 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 respect, admire him and, and, and value his contribution, embrace him despite his imperfections and his dirt, you have already found the first number in this combination to a happy marriage. But there's one more number I need to talk about today before we wrap up. And by the way, you can't put one before the other. If you do, uh, it's still not going to work. And the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be what? Alone. Here's the issue. There's no devil. There's no sickness or disease. There's no lack of shortage. Every tree in the garden he could eat from. He didn't have a hungry moment in the day. Everything was perfect. But what's amazing, Adam in his perfection, God looked at and said, mm. even in your perfect state, Adam, it's not good for you to be by yourself. A man needs respect, everything that comes with it. But the second thing a man needs, but the second thing a man needs is companionship. Man in his perfection, God said, mm, I got to fix that. And he created Eve in order to do that. Every single man needs a safe place when he feels weak. A friend that he could be completely honest with. JFK's ex-wife said, the first time you marry for love, the second time you marry for money, the third time you marry for companionship. It seems for her the third time was the charm. As awesome as man was, again, he didn't have an ill, I mean, he's at the height of, of, of his strength. God said, it's not good for you to be alone. Matter of fact, he said, you know what, Adam, you need help. In man's perfection, he needs help. He said, I will make a what? Helper. If he didn't need it, God wouldn't have provided it. So guys, do not be ashamed that sometimes you need help. Every miracle in the Bible first started as someone's problem. In perfection, Adam had a problem. He was alone. The way God answered that problem and that issue was incredible. The maleness of men and the femaleness of women 
is one of the greatest miracles of nature that God has ever blessed us with. Your femininity is an answer to my need. You being a woman fixes me in places I am broke. God designed the man that he would never be completely complete without a woman somewhere in his life. Men, if you're single, listen, the greatest men in history were single men, whether it was Daniel, Jesus Christ himself, Paul the apostle. So, so there's things God can do. But for the rest of us, now you're, 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 you're in a special blessed place. But for the rest of us, We have some serious needs. And God said, I will make him a helper, watch this, comparable to him, not someone less than him. But someone kind of like mayonnaise. You don't really eat mayonnaise alone. Some of y'all might, but I'm not, you know, whatever. But mayonnaise brings out the flavor of the bread and the meat. And this woman was to be like mayonnaise, to bring out his flavor, to bring out things that were hidden in the man that only a woman could loose. So he created someone that would compliment him, bring out the best in him. His job, couldn't, he had a job, didn't bring out the best in him. He had pets, animals. They didn't bring out the best one. He even had a relationship with God, but there was this extra step that God wanted Adam to take for him to step into best. Skip to 20. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, the birds of the air, the beasts of the field. But for Adam, there was not find, found a helper comparable to him. He couldn't find any other creature on his level. I mean, he looked into the eyes of the horse. It's like, that ain't it. <laughs> he looked at the goat. It's like, no, no, that, that ain't it. Milk the cow. Like, no, no, that, that, that definitely ain't it. And none of the animals shared the same intelligence, the same creativity, neither the same capacity to fellowship with the Father. So Adam recognized his need. And the way God responded was with woman. And the Lord said, listen, man, I need to, I need to get you out of this, this equation. You go, you, man, if you're awake, you're going to mess the whole thing up. So, so I'm going to put you into a deep sleep. And, and Adam is, is snoring and, and, and all the rest. And while he was sleeping, God looked at him. The Bible says, you know, when God made Adam on the sixth day, he said that everything was good. But as he listened to him snore, and the day went on, God kept looking at Adam and said, you know what, I think I could do better. So he created woman. And here's the deal, yeah, here's the deal. 
There are things in women that are better than the things in men. There are some things in men that are better than what's in women. And what we must do is celebrate what makes you great and what makes us great. And together it becomes remarkable. Do you understand? And as he slept, God took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, watch this, he made into woman, wombed man. Matthew Henry in 1662, he was born in 1662, he probably brought his, his commentary in, in, in the early uh, 1700s. But he said this, he said, women were created from the rib of the man to be beside him. Everything God does here is instructive. Not from the head to rule over him. Not from his feet to be trampled by him. But from under his arm to be near his heart and to be protected by him. And God brought her to the man. Men, we think we ought to just be able to tell her what to do. How's that working for you? Listen, I spent decades trying to get my wife to do exactly what I wanted to do. But I finally realized that if God doesn't bring her along, she's not coming. God brought the woman to the man. Listen, God brought the woman to the man. So as a man, as a husband, it's my responsibility to, to say it to her, but if I don't also pray it for her. I don't know if you heard me. I'm responsible to say, but if I'm not praying for her. As a husband, I can do something, but God knows how to go right down into the middle of her heart. And the issue is, we're so self-confident, it's like, well, I'm a man, she ought to. No, no, no. Listen, God is wise. God intensely created women just the way they are. And he said, you know what, I'm going to lock y'all in a relationship. And I'm going to intensely have her drive you crazy. The wife is the best evangelist on the planet. She is. She is. I'm going to make it so that when you start living with her, you're like, oh, dear God, help me. Dear God, help me. Oh, Jesus, if you don't help, if you don't help, Lord. God is wise. And man, you're trying to do it in your own strength. That's your problem. Say it to her, but pray it for her. And watch God do what you couldn't do. 
I said in the last service that in the Hebrew, Adam is the word ish. And when Eve came to him, he immediately named her Isha. And he said, for she comes out of the man. He added two letters to her name. And just like man and woman, somehow in English, we, we figured it out right where there are two extra letters. And the whole point is, a woman is extra. But that extra is why we love you. You see, okay, you're like, I don't know, okay. A man walks, but a woman walks with a little extra. I'm not even going to try to show it. But that extra makes all the difference. Now, every man is not as dull and, and as fashionless, I guess, as, as, as I was. But when I got married, all my furniture was black. Every, the table was black. Chairs, the couch, black. Going to my den, black. Just black. Then my wife moved in. Pink starts popping up. Red starts popping up. Y'all are extra. Yeah, extraordinary was what I was trying to get at. Extraordinary. Then he said, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother. And guys, you need to leave, you need to put wife over mama. Mama matters. But the proper order is one, then two. Reverse that, you got a problem in the house. A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to who? His wife. And they shall become one what? They become one what? So they become one. So anything that hurts the marriage partner hurts the marriage. You can't demean him without lessening your marriage. You can't demean her without diminishing the marriage because you are one. If he ain't nothing, that means you ain't nothing because y'all are one. Now, ladies, let me help you real fast. I'm running out of time. Now, you often say, but I love him. That ought to be enough. Okay. You may love him, but you don't respect him or love him in a language he understands when you compare him negatively to other men. What I want you to be able to do after this service is put on your man lens and look at those arguments and stop saying, but you know I love you. Put on your lens. Say, so did he feel disrespected? 
did he feel diminished? Did, did, did he feel like you didn't value him? And the problem is, because we don't have these conversations, you know, men, we don't know how to communicate that often. When, when we were first married, you know, uh, I, I was, you know, in kind of a way, and, 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 and my wife... My wife was like, you're hurt. I ain't hurt, I'm mad. I, didn't, I couldn't even speak that language. Hurt. Hurt me? That's why we need one another. See, through a woman's lens, you see the events differently. The man in the situation felt diminished and disrespected. And then he didn't know how to communicate that, so bluster. Sometimes vulgarity. No excuse for this. Sometimes the slam door, because you don't know how to say it. And, 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 and what, hopefully this, this message does help you communicate, help you understand, but, but looking here through his lens. And also a man doesn't want to say, well, I'm hurt. Man, I'm 50-something. I could say something like that now, but I still, I still have a little, yeah, with it. <laughs> Back, okay, we're supposed to be finishing, right? Okay, number one, you may love him. I mean, I'm not questioning whether or not you love him, but you don't respect him. When you negatively compare him to other men. Number two, you may love him, but you don't respect him when you try to control him. Number three, you may love him, but you do not respect him when you verbally devalue him. Number four, you may love him, but as far as he's concerned, you don't respect him when you give more attention and energy to your children than the man that said death to your part. Them kids are leaving. You're going to be stuck with that guy. It costs nothing to treat someone else with respect. But it could cost you everything if you don't. 25, and we're, we're, we're there. And they were both naked the man and his wife. This was not about God saying, well, I want to open the Bible with a salacious scene and, and I want to get a certain rating on this book. No, it wasn't just about nudity. They were both totally exposed to God and one another. Everything was known and nothing was hid. The best type of companionship it's when you feel full in another person's presence. And Eve and Adam felt full when they were with each other. Respect, but number two, is companionship. But if you don't respect me, I'm not going to enjoy your company. So if you don't get that right, first the respect and the companionship. But I tell you, once I know you respect me and, 
and we got that fullness in each other's presence. Everything else is a small argument. It's tomato, tomato. You know, all the, the, the arguments begin to, and we could solve all that. That's, 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 but when you trust me, and I feel added to when we're together, when we're together, you fill me up, and I don't feel like I'm leaking out, leaking out, leaking out, and empty. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Neither felt that the other didn't measure up. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.